Shalom to all. Today we're going to learn Masechah Sukkah, Perak Aleph, Mishnah Yud Aleph, and Perak Bey's Mishnah Aleph. And today's Mishnah are being learned because of Shalom Zalman of Zgosim or Asiyat of Chayyot Chalotzim. They should be benched with Asachat Zlochan Siyat Dishmai, Good Health, Parnas B'Shefa, and Kol Tov Zela. And Bischos as to Bas Rochel, she should be zeichet to find Rizivah Kagon Bekarav Mamish. And Mishnah Yud Aleph tells us how is a Zukas like Min Tzrif, a person who makes her Sukkah like a Tzrif, which is a tipi. Now what's a tipi? So you take some branches or some boards and you lean them up against each other, which means in essence what he did was take a bunch of branches and lean them against each other and that's a sukkah. Or he took a bunch of branches and he leaned them up against a wall and he sits underneath this lean-to of his. So Rebbeleazar Paisal Rebbeleazar Paisal's the sukkah because it doesn't have a roof. In both of these cases, what he's sitting under is both a roof and a wall. And according to Rebbeleazar, a sukkah needs a definable roof. It has to be at least a tefach wide. And since this doesn't have a roof, it's not a kosher sukkah. However, Chom Machshir and the Chom say this is kosher and that's because they view this as part wall, part schach. Now another Machlech has Chom and Rebbeleazar and this is going to be very easy to understand because we're going to be talking about schach that almost everybody uses, machzelis kanim gedayla, a large reed mat. And that's exactly what our schach is. We have a large roll of schach, which is basically made out of reeds or bamboo. So the Chum tells us, if this was made for sitting on, so mekabelas toma ve'ein misachinba, it's mekabel toma, and we can't use it as schach because it's mekabel toma. However, l'sikoch, if it was made for schach purposes, misachinba ve'ein mekabelas toma, we could use it as schach and it's not mekabel toma. Now the Mepharshim explained this part of the Mishnah as follows. Really, we're talking about two different mats. First, we're talking about a large one, then we're talking about a small one. So a standard large reed mat is not made l'shchiva. It's not made to sit on. And therefore, if you go to the marketplace and you buy a large reed mat, it would be kosher to use as schach. So the first part of the statement is telling us, asal l'shchiva. However, if it happens to be that this large reed mat was made dafka to sit on, so then it's makabal toma and one can't use it as schach. Now when the next part says l'sikuch, that's referring to a small reed mat. And a standard small mat is actually made dafka for sitting on. So therefore, if you'd go to the marketplace and buy a small reed mat, you would not be allowed to use it as schach. And that's why the Mishnah is telling us, L'sikoch. However, if this small mat was dafka made for schach, so then it could be used as schach and it's not makabal toma. Now the Mishnah continues, Rabbi Yezer, Amir Rabbi Yezer argues, and he says, Achas ketan v'achas It doesn't make a difference if it's large or small. And we understand these words to mean that a standard reed mat, no matter if it's large or small, is made for sitting on, and therefore makabel is toma ve'en mesachimba, it's makabel toma and one can't use it as chach. However, l'sikoch, if this mat was dafka made with intention to be used as chach, so then mesachimba ve'en makabel is toma, one could use it as chach, and it's not makabel toma. Moving on to Perak Bey's Mishnah Aleph. Hayashen tach samita basukah, la yotzei dechavasai. Someone who sleeps underneath the bed in his sukkah, he's not yotzei zchiyov. That's because he has oil over him, he has a separate roof over him, and that roof, which is the mattress, is not kosher schach. Now it's important to note that we're talking about a bed, which is ten tfachim off the ground. Since it's ten tfachim, that's either considered like a mini sukkah in and of itself, or because the minimum size of what we would call an oyahel is something which is ten tfachim high, but if it's anything less than ten tfachim off the ground, so then he would be allowed to sleep underneath this bed. Now Omar of Yehuda of Yehuda says, what do you mean? We had the custom that we used to sleep underneath beds, and we did this in front of this kainim, and they never told us anything. And this is Rabbi Yehuda Lashitasai, we learned about this in the first Mishnah in the Masechta, the Rabbi Yehuda holds a sukkah needs to be a diras keva, and sleeping under a bed, which is in his sukkah, 
can't possibly possible his sukkah because a sukkah is a diras keva and his bed is a diras arai. So there would be no problem according to Rabbi Yehuda. Now, Rabbi Shimon says, Tavi. There was a story with Tavi. Who's Tavi? Avdo Shemar Gamliel. He was the Evid of Gamliel. And he's pretty famous. Throughout Mishin Gemara, he comes up a number of times. He slept underneath the bed in the sukkah. And Rabbi Gamliel told his kainim, Did you see Tavi, my slave? He's a Tamar Chacham. And he knows that Avadim are Potter from sukkah. That's why he slept under the bed. In the course of this conversation, we learn, that someone who sleeps underneath the bed in a sukkah is not Yosei's Chiyov. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Bez and Gimel. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.